All right, hello, and welcome once again to Pack Tactics Season 3, Episode 62. Wait, the campaign ended last session. Well, actually it did, but this is the session wrap-up. This is the campaign wrap-up. Joining me, as always, are Eo, Jen, Cindy, Ellie, Chris, several of which are not using any of their real names or nicknames in their <laughs> handles. Beth is hanging out as well. My name is Crash. I will be your DM moderator. I, I don't know what my role is tonight. Host? Moderator. We're all kind of hosts or co-hosts, I guess. Weird. You're the panel uh, moderator. Yeah, moderator sounds, sounds best. That's it, right, yeah. I don't want to moderate things. Well, I'm not a moderate. <laughs> I mean, yes, I'm registered independent, but that's besides the point. Um, oh, wait. Are you and saying that uh, we're... An immoderate lot. <laughs> Eo has inspiration. Oh, that was good. <laughs> that was good. I mean, it's the end of the campaign. <laughs> so I don't think I need to ask this, but I'm going to anyway, just because it's tradition. What happened last time? We killed Chaos. a thing from between the dimensions. And I yep. made a forest. <laughs> the world didn't end. There is now a yes. forest moon of Circulus. Yes, there is. There is, yes. Melora showed up. <laughs> oh, and I got a 40-something on an investigation roll. I think oh, it was 40-something. Yeah. It, it was real oh, high. Yeah. You, you discovered yeah. life, universe, and everything. <laughs> um, I had my second successful divine intervention, which made the forest moon of Circulus. More than one character turned into blue smoke. Right. Technically nanites. Don't breathe that. But and you pulled Zex yourself back climbed the Marut. Zex climbed the Marut in order to get closer to that little circle that we were supposed to break. Seemed I took like no damage! Kendrick's, wow. got the, Kendrick's got the killing blow on the Marut, but Dax yes. stole the line. I, I may have to make the next big bad be a lot harder. Maybe. My, my players have gotten so much better at the game. <laughs> to be like, fair, I did cast a spell that sent me to the astral plane um, half the time and rolled really well. We did also have a god on our side, to be fair. I mean, creative use of game mechanics means you've gotten really good at the game. So, yes. Uh, so, tonight's session, rather than actually playing the game, we're going to be talking about playing the game, including talking about what happened. Players might have questions for... What was I thinking? Uh, you may choose to use the voice if you wish when you ask me that uh, for various things. But I am very curious as to what your characters intend to do next. Just to clarify, um, when Crash says that uh, instead of playing the game, we're going to be talking about playing the game. This is different from our usual session. <laughs> Ellie also has inspiration. <laughs> Love, I think your vampire is beeping. <laughs> what did I just say? You, you, you said the vampire is beeping, which as soon as you said that, it context. sounded like, yes, that's accurate. Out of context. That is the weirdest statement. Within context, yeah, I get it. Yeah, within context, we all understand exactly all what's going on. But that's going to be an out of context quote from a game where there was no game. Yeah. I just. Um, <laughs> it took me a moment to register. Let's face I think it. That's it, why there was the dead silence, because it took everyone a moment to click. 
There's so much that we say when playing Dungeons and Dragons that if you just took any single sentence and shared it with people who don't play Dungeons and Dragons, they would be like, okay. Yeah, probably. Are you all right? And they, you know, try to not make any set of moves and possibly hide sharp objects. <laughs> Which is fun about this game. <laughs> Reading chat. Okay, so, you know, so who wants to go first? What's your character going to do afterwards? Well, well when I'll talk at once. <laughs> I was going to say, don't make me call on someone. You know, I'm a teacher. I'll do it. Right. Yep. You won't do it. You won't. Oh, I always got uh, dissuaded from raising my hand too much. I appreciate those students, to be honest. I just have to tell them every now and then, I know you know the answer, but I want other people to have a chance to answer, too. It's good you acknowledge that. Honestly, I think school politics was involved, but... Mm. I, I have heard some of the stories, and I don't wish to yeah, let's into a not. recording. Let's not. Mm, no. <laughs> anyway, um, Cindy, you want to go, or should I? Uh, go ahead. Um... Well, I think the first thing to do is start putting the half-sphere back together. But, um, I don't think the moon should be a space station anymore. I don't think it should ever be moved by these controls again, because no more super weapon for anyone. Here, here. And, and you know what? If Chroma begins putting the half-sphere together, Monty and Sniv, once they return, and Monty specifically insists that no one talks about him blurting out about the X being there, <laughs> um, that didn't happen. None of you heard anything. Oh, Kendrick's heard it. If if Monty needs to find a friend from another campaign who can ask, cast Alter Memories at a high enough level, Monty wants you to... No, no, I'm joking about that part. Um, <laughs> <laughs> counterspell the counterspell. Counterspell the counterspell. Counterspell. Oh no, we've counterspelled too now. many reactions. I have a blue deck ready to go. Just watch me. No, um, I will I make a deck of many things. So long. Um, no, 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 no. Monty and Sniv will both take Chroma aside and say, "Maybe let it stay broken. Like, don't, don't even put it back together again. It was used as a prison." We killed the thing that was imprisoned. There's no reason to have this anymore. It's a bit of history. Preserve parts of it, I guess. But no one should have that technology. Oh, that's a good question from Beth. <laughs> Monty having an X means... Um, well, no. Zeely was not from a fling. The X was before Mountain Core. Younger Red Dragon days. Right. But, but also that means... I mean, there's having an X, and there's also, I mean, Zeely was obviously um, post after having an X, um, but but Zeely had another parent, so was that just like it was the time for eggs, and he got roped into it, or was there like a Zeely other parent? I hesitate to make too much be canon because where does my headcanon for Monty end and Eo's headcanon for Zeely begin. But I will say that for Monty, he was surprised that he felt the way he felt, Aww. but it wasn't a fling. 
And it's traditional. Now, Io is allowed to veto this whenever Io wants to. It's traditional in a lot of kobold clans for it to be communal, where you put all the eggs together that are laid around a certain time, and they hatch together, and that's the batch. <clears throat> and you can't usually tell whose egg was whose because they were just kept together. <clears throat> but dragons have excellent senses. <clears throat> So Monty always knew which one was his. Aww. That's so okay, cute. there's the all. There we go. Mission accomplished. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um I I agree that the sphere shouldn't be shut anymore. Or shuttable anymore. But I do kind of want to figure out how to you know, if it's possible to get it to work a smaller version of the node teleport in without permission thing into the entire sphere or into a small area i was thinking like the area around the base oh yeah that's doable with the right number of wards you can get that in place right now that technology is knowable yeah but yeah but i want to uh i mean Yes, but also not usually as um, effective as it was done here. That's why I want to look into miniaturization. Ah, okay. So that would be Chroma's line of research. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. I think there are useful things that could be done with it, even if it was used poorly when it was scaled up. A lot of things are... Uh, poorly used when they're scaled up. See also why a moon is a super weapon if you can drive it around. <laughs> so you all realize that certain things that characters in season two decided to do after the campaign became canon and affected the campaign setting as a whole. Like there's libraries everywhere that are all linked together. Dull Dane is, has been on tour for the past, I don't know how many years now. Um, and everyone knows Dull Dane. Totally everyone knows Dull Dane. Um, <laughs> yeah, stuff like that. Mm. You realize that things you're saying now are also going to be affecting the campaign for a long haul. <laughs> and I'm okay with this. Uh, who else wants to totally change what's going to happen for all the campaigns that continue to happen in Circulus <laughs> by going next? <laughs> Well, Zenosha as a druid probably isn't going to be doing too much. She'll definitely stay on the moon and help terraform what part of it hasn't been covered in forest. Expect any land she touches to be heavy on mushrooms and moss. This is my surprised face. <laughs> and After that, she'll probably take to the standard druid lifestyle of going off on her own into the woods. She'll probably wander around a lot, but she'll always be willing to Help any kobold she runs across with plenty of mushrooms. <laughs> well, thanks to a beautiful. certain divine intervention. Hello. There is not actually any part of the fo- of the forest moon that isn't forest. And I use double negative there. Don't tell the language arts teachers at my building. However, what the moon sorely lacks, because this is a very new development, are caretakers. And I imagine that Zenosha going through and seeing what needs to be done can find many spots where there is room for improvement by Zenosha's own definition of improvement. Well, yeah, if all we have is a forest, first we're going to need to get some herbivores, then some carnivores. And there's probably still plenty of tunnels, especially since kobolds like tunnels that 
I can populate with moss and mushrooms. Neri's been working on the animal life. That uh, Neri's been rustling that particular beast, if if I can bring in the pun, <laughs> because of the name. Did we establish in a recording that Neri is Irwin backwards? <laughs> I don't no, know if not. I did. You all knew that, right? No, I yes. did not. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was said at some point, but many of you probably blocked the memory out because <laughs> because Neri is Irwin backwards. Crikey! <laughs> this anthropomorphic alligator <laughs> ended up being famous. We're all anthropomorphic alligators. True. True. The first mistake the gift made was going into the water. I'm an expert at wrestling large animals in the water. <laughs> an alligator and a hippopotamus. Okay, yeah, yeah, there we go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what else are we doing? Or or do you want to ask me for uh, background information about the campaign or spoilers or something while, uh, while someone else thinks about what their character is going to be doing? I know what Dax is doing. I don't know about Kendrick's, but I know what Dax is doing. What's Dax doing? Um... Dax, also, so clarification, because I can't remember. The tree that appeared from the Maru, is that in the base or outside the base? It is in the center of the crater formerly known as the base. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> um, so obviously the first, so when everything settled, Dax would have made that little placard that we talk, talked about. Mm-hmm. So on the on that tree, the biggest tree, he there's a plaque that says, The Heart of Melora dedicated to the chaos crew they saved the world a lot because without because without the chaos crew the original kobolds that lifted the kobolds from the tiny little group of kobolds on Meepo's farm to where they are now none of this would be a thing in my head canon and this is this is the, the character's stuff so you're allowed to say no we wouldn't do this but in my head canon there are five giant animal-based robots positioned as statues, guardians, if you will, around that tree. Not actively used, but there, in case they're needed. In case anyone needs to find five teenage kobolds with attitude or something. I don't know. <laughs> I like that idea. I like that idea. <laughs> Who knows? After a few generations, some kobolds might even forget what those were there for. Um, Until another campaign. I'll leave some tools in them, just, um, on principle. M- uh-huh. Maybe an instruction manual. Uh-huh. And a repair guide. Oh, look, there's a repair guide. Why does it say volume three? <laughs> no, oh, wait. There, no, that, that, volume 33. 33. Um, I'm going to give this to someone else to read. <laughs> I'm just going to press buttons. I'm flying! <laughs> no, I'm falling! I'm falling! I'm falling! Um, Dax would also have uh, set up a temple to Melora on the moon, built up, some, built up some additional followers to tend to the new land that we have cultivated from the divine intervention. And there is definitely a lot of new land. Sniv is not being hunted on Circulus, fortunately, and is the first kobold of the council to propose that the moon kobolds be made, well, the surviving moon kobolds, many of which were evacuated and can find their way back if they so choose, proposing making them be their own clan with a clan head that could be determined however they want to determine it 
to have their own seat on the council. Also, Sniv and Monty say not it. (laughs) (laughs) When asked, Ingen says not it faster than the question is asked. Dax would actually volunteer for that. Oh, that's interesting. I think you'd do a great job. Sniv casts whatever spells in Sniv's repertoire. I can't be bothered to look it up right now to see if Dax is feeling okay. (laughs) No, 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 no. So Dax would volunteer for that because somebody needs to make sure this place runs right. Well, it makes sense. His god intervened here and now the moon's a forest and he's supposed to take care of it. Bingo. I just realized the kobolds are Ewoks. Oh. <laughs> no, but genuinely, Ewok got that on the, on the, on the head there. Mm-hmm. There you go. Clan Ewok. No. No, I'm not going <laughs> to name him that. No, I, I, I would do the thing that Ellie did with taking a name and reversing it, so they'll actually be Clan Wookie. Wait, no. Oh, no. <laughs> We're Clan Moon Eye Pizza Pie. <laughs> Clan Amore. <laughs> can, I, oh, no. can, I su- can I suggest Lunar Forest? That's I mean, good. Dax is going to be Clan Head. That's good. I like your spelling of it. I also That's like how this. I heard it. Oh, okay. It was Lunar Forest, but I like that spelling. <laughs> Lunar Forest, I like that. Just different enough that it sounds right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the spelling isn't just, oh, so you just slapped these two words together. Yeah, that was great. That was That's really a well. Good name. What does how, Zax I mean, do? Wow. Okay, so Zax wants to stay on the moon because it's the only place that seemed to have ancient structures that were built by kobolds, as far as Zax is concerned. So they figure that the moon's going to need to be defended at some point, anyway, and intend to take over Gox's dojo after rebuilding, uh, so that Gox can, you know, have a vacation and work on the dojo back in Faerun where his clan is from <laughs> you know so she's gonna um, seek out like stronger kobolds that might make good barbarians or at least warriors or at least can lift heavy stuff and move it so we can rebuild the base and try to get them all uh, to come up and be part of the clan up there very cool so there's going to be moon barbarian kobolds yep Somebody's got to defend it. Well, we I have the tanks and I, the healers. I, I love that I said those <laughs> words in that order. You have no idea how much I love that I said those words in that order. <laughs> and Between so Zax. many words in this campaign. <laughs> Between Zax and Dax, the moon now has a plethora of tanks and healers. Yeah. What are the lizard folk doing while we buy time for, oh. uh, for Neri to get back? Oh, I'm here. Sorry. Ah. Sorry, I didn't realize you'd gotten back. Well, no. That actually was a question I was going to ask. The lizard folk are doing what lizard folk do. Uh, matter of fact, now that there's forest everywhere, they are. To say they are happy is not quite correct for lizard folk. Think of them as tall Vulcan kobolds mm. in a lot of ways. Um, their brains aren't wired like kobold brains are wired, but they see the inclusion of a forest that covers everything as more beneficial towards promoting the continued existence of the lizard folk (laughs) on the moon. And they are content with that. And they're spread out enough that like there, there's going to be small groups that do get together 
Um, so there's going to be some moderately sized clans and they have plenty of room to grow. So in a generation or two, there might be a problem with lizard folk encroaching on kobold areas, but, um, the kobolds have some powerful allies. So I don't, I don't think that'll be too much of an issue. So if memory serves, the Marut crashed to the moon into the elven ship that was in orbit above it. Um, Take that and pluralize it, and you're absolutely right. Okay, the Maroots crashed the moons into the <laughs> Elven ship. <laughs> uh, there is more than one Marut, but there was only one Marut on the moon. And it crashed the moon into the ships on this side of the crystal sphere, but it knew there were ships on the other side too. So it took care so, of those as well. What I'm wondering is, does this mean that there's just sort of a ship graveyard on the moon somewhere? Um, if by graveyard you mean <laughs> splatter effect, yes. With a significant number of um, cloud giant artifacts and cloud giants bits. Most of which are now probably covered in nature purely because all of that happened after the splatter. Correct. There, I will tell you there were some elf survivors. Not all of them died on impact. So there could be wandering bands of elves somewhere in the forest. Yes, there could be. Or lone survivor elves, or combinations of those. There might even be a few cloud giants that survived. I know of one who survived for sure. Alarm. This is why you need barbarians on the moon. Look, I, I only killed off most of the cloud giants I gave backstories to. There's one specific one that lived. Oh dear. You avoided that entire about subplot. I cut you off, Ellie. What was that? Oh, I was interrupting you. Um, I'm also thinking about water cycles. We might need to dig a freshwater ocean. There's, there's going to be some spots in moon craters that were there before the whole, you know, climatic battle thing um, that end up becoming oceans. A lot of moisture was divinely generated when the forest sprang up everywhere. Because Melora's not going to go, hey, forest. Now, mental note, water these every, I, how long do trees need to be watered? Every 100 years? Yeah, every 100 years, I'll just water them a little bit. That'll be fine. Um, <laughs> no, no, Melora generated enough water for them also. But nature cycles are nature cycles. Water cycles are water cycles. So things are going to be distributing themselves for the first time in ever. Okay. And, and now I'm bubbles. thinking about. Sorry. You go. I was going to say, now I'm thinking about what thunderstorms and forest fires look like from the surface of Circulus. You ever think about going up there to find out all the green is? Well, it looks like a lot of it's on fire right now. Oh. Oh, no. Well, it's that was there. appropriate to what I was typing into the... Oh, <laughs> it, does, it does sink up. You will be delighted yeah. to conduct diplomacy where persuasion and intimidation are synonymous. Let me make this simple. If you hurt kobolds, I'll set you on fire. If kobolds start trouble, I'll make them wish they had just been set on fire. So let's negotiate territory rights, shall we? <laughs> you know, that works. <laughs> that works. <laughs> Monty shows up and says, you should probably do what she says. You know, I think Seeley has a better intimidation score than Monty does. Uh, yep. It depends on how Monty presents himself. <laughs> Gox always said that, you know, he wasn't the one you had to worry about. It was Zeely you have to worry about. You know? 
Yeah. And went well, gold dragon is saying that. Wow, that's um. That was before he was a dragon. He wasn't a dragon. <laughs> <laughs> Although after, like, yeah, because the gold dragon that Gox turns into mm-hmm. is still comparable level. Yeah. Because that's how true polymorph works. And mm-hmm. the fun fact about dragons that shapeshift is um, they don't give up a lot of their abilities when they're shapeshifted. Unlike, say, a wizard that polymorphs themselves into a bat and then st- suddenly just starts being focused on bread. <laughs> um, or a moth that tries to eat a curtain. Or a moth that tries to eat a curtain. Mm-hmm. So um, when Monty was turned into a spectacular-looking moth and bouncing into... A, a lamp before exiting a certain cobalt ranger slash warriors um fight fighter rather uh room that was totally for show because monty was in full control of his iq and also this also means that monty doesn't necessarily mean to be in dragon form to use dra- draconic presence to intimidate i just realized monty could do that as a moth look it's just a moth i don't know it's really very, it's really scary <laughs> It's the moss. It's cute. Well, what about this mouse? <laughs> but it's it's a little red furred mouse. I've never seen something so adorable. Get it away! Get it away! <laughs> so, Jr. is also going to stay on the moon. It sounds like most, if not all, of you are going to be doing that. I don't know what. Well, I I know Neri has been spending a lot of time moving animals up to the moon. What else does Neri do? Prowl around to make sure the animals are well kept. Hey, um, if you want, I'm sure I can get a one of the ships working again. That'd be interesting, but I think I prefer actually being in the forest. It is, after all, Neri's favorite terrain, and we have spent almost zero time there. That's true. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> it, it is... Oh, it's Hudson Hawk all over again, except replace the the delicious cup of coffee with a forest. Mm -hmm. And Neri's drinking it up. (laughs) And so with the moon and the planet saved, Neri finally got to spend some time in her favorite terrain. JR is going to spread themselves thin because, of course, they want to spend time with all of their friends. Oh. And and even though it, it sounds like you're all except for Kendricks, we don't know about Kendricks yet. You're all spending time on the moon. You're all spending time on the moon doing different things. So JR mm-hmm. becomes a traveling warforged, preaching the word of Clark, God of sufficiently advanced technology, to all who oh, will hear it. That's also, this gives me an absolutely adorable image because druids are known to spend a significant portion of the day in wild shape. So I can just see JR walking up to a bear going, Are you Zenosha? <laughs> Say that, yeah. <laughs> wow, Even that when JR like... knows it's mm-hmm. the Nosha, JR asks. <laughs> this could turn into like a whole clan of kobolds worshiping Clark on he the moon, needing a temple. Well, whoever, you know. Yeah, I mean, there, there's some elf survivors. There's probably oh, some cloud giant survivors that, beyond the one that I told you, definitely survived. There's definitely lizard folk. On the moon. JR could be the one that unites them all in Clark. (laughs) (laughs) Under Clark, a deity who canonically may or may not have been invented by a gnome as a joke. Look, 
really that much of a um, religion person, it's kind of hard for me to wrap my head to, head around how the it it's weird to to look at a thing and go, I don't know how this works, and I'm okay with that. But the devices do seem to like it when you put the holy symbol on them. I think they work better. JR nods. <laughs> I also want to commission an artwork of JR in traveler's clothes. Like a, a big floppy oh. hat with like notches missing in parts because they got stuck on thorns and pulled. A, a poncho. JR needs a poncho. This is adorable. I need I need to commission this. I already have art of JR. I need more art. <laughs> <laughs> all the art of the OC. <laughs> um, and of course, it would all be like really worn clothing that's 100% organic, unlike JR themselves. Yeah. Interesting. So does anyone have a question about anything where you were wondering it during the campaign, but you didn't want me to tell you then because it would be spoilers? Because now that the campaign is over... This is the time. How many Cobalt Empire related reveals did we just not manage? There's one super major one that you missed out on in the Tiamat Research Lab. Oh. And you almost got there. It was, there was a room that was a library on the base floor. Oh, I wish I had not missed that session. Oh, well. And remember I said when you came back to the moon, you could smell something burning. I don't remember that. It was a very small detail that I, I, I told you, but there were other things that you had pressing concerns on. So I'm not surprised that many of you didn't remember. Um, Monty found it first. And there was some stuff that Monty salvaged. Monty does have a hat of holding and Monty can salvage a lot of things. I have not told you how large the hat is in its extra-dimensional space, but a dragon uses it and probably has a large portion of his hoard in it. So it's a big hat. Um, But also there was some stuff in there that Monty decided, no, no one should know this. And probably my granddaughter should definitely not know this because she will mess with this. Hmm. You know, that's fair. And it wasn't because he didn't trust Chroma. It's because when someone knows something, then chances are someone else is going to know something. So there, there may have been a, a, a tiny little accidental amount of dragon fire in a small enclosed space filled with books. But there, there would have been some reveal stuff there if you had gone there before Monty had gone there. Uh, some of which will be revealed in season four. Hmm. Maybe. Maybe. It depends on if you make the right choices. <laughs> it, it's always going to depend on that. You know? I know. I know. It's, there, there's so many areas where, like, there, I had backstories for multiple cloud giants that, nope, <laughs> they're all dead now. Yeah. Um, there was going to be this whole thing if you had pursued it in a certain way with the elf armada. I, I had information about the elves that were on the other side of the crystal sphere. Um, and what they're planning on doing, a lot of which you already figured out um, through various means. But there, there was more that you could have done with that. But you made the choices you made, and I regret none of it. I love the directions you chose to go in. It was, there, there was no wrong road. Okay, I take that back. There are wrong roads because some of you can think of them and figure them <laughs> out and have your characters go down that way just to try to spite me. <laughs> they wouldn't work, but you would try to spite me by doing that. But that said... 
I don't see the party making any decision that I'd be like, okay, mm. so um, let me check the suspension on this vehicle. Oh, let's see. Uh, it seems that you're out of alignment. Oh, yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. I'm again stealing jokes. <laughs> and, and what is this that Ellie has shared? No one like my FPS mod that gives you three second snippets from the bios of people. No. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. I mean, oh. yes. <laughs> I have yeah. I have told you of more than one character that had backstories that you were fighting. Yeah. Well, I oh. wasn't one to negotiate with the cloud giants. They were slavers. Fun fact: Fair. you did negotiate Fair. with a cloud giant. We did. You you just didn't know we they did. were a cloud giant. We did. No, In no. The, um, go. Hmm? There oh, you tried negotiating with the invasion group. Yeah, that, and one of them was a giant. Yeah. Oh, of right. Some kind. But the, that's yeah. not who I'm talking about. There was a cloud giant that you did have a negotiation with. I don't remember. Oh, you, you do remember. Remember I said you didn't know they were a cloud giant. Oh, okay. Interesting. Spellcasters can polymorph themselves. True, true. Question. Answer. Just because it will affect what Kendricks does... Do we have a, a rough timeline for campaign four? When we're starting, like the difference between the end of this one and the start of next one? Um, the expedition will leave in a few months. Okay. It's going to begin about a year from now. And most okay. of that time in between will have been spent en route. Then Kendricks would have spent the next couple months with his family. Aww. Because she's leaving soon. Um, he'd then probably go back to Ari and continue his studies to make sure that he can help the next time everything goes wrong. I'm pretty sure nothing's going to go sideways again. Hmm. I mean, oh yeah, he's oh, pretty yeah. much solved it's all balls, the problems of at this point. It's it's not yeah. like it's, it's not like it's happened multiple times over mm. multiple parts of the world. Sometimes at the exact same time. Yeah, no. yeah. It's sometimes all related to each other, so that when one problem goes sideways, that causes other things to cascade. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah, n that never happens. Um, <laughs> so over the next month, Sniv and Monty spend a lot of time together, possibly because Monty has some books. Oh, yes. that's nice. That's nice. Because if you didn't find the spoilers that way, I've got to have an NPC reveal them to you later on. Mm -hmm. That's how it works. Okay. We must railroad this, except the railroad is a spaceship. And the spaceship mm -hmm. is actually an extra large angel ship designed for long range travel. That was how the first group of Stonetail made their way to Circulus to introduce themselves before the rest were brought over through teleportation. Neat. It's how oh, Sniv neat. got to Circulus the first time. Oh, wow, cool. Oh, did not know that. What Kendricks would do, though, because I know there's been issues, especially with the fact that the base is now gone, he would ensure that there are teleportation circles for easy access for people. Okay, good. but why is this one on a shield? <laughs> Wait, you're saying because it's funny? That that's that doesn't seem like a good. Ah! Oh, it's funny! <laughs> I get it now. Can we hang this in a tree? <laughs> I have a um, question. When yes. we have a minute, um, go ahead. The guy we gave the nope to, who was going to be moving, was packing yeah, up. Where'd he go? Is he, oh well, not... remember you told him about the Tarasque? Oh, oh yeah. God. Yeah, I think we did. Yeah, he's he's on the counterweight continent. Okay. 
I which keep is not what it's meaning called. to get to the whole Tarasque thing, but I, I'm I'm sorry. sure a future campaign will sort it out, pop possibly or die sorry. by it. Sorry, I keep interrupting. My brain keeps remembering things. And I wanted realizes... to be. Keep... I wanted interruptions. This is good content. Keep going. My brain keeps remembering things. You remember when we when everything hit the fan and we released the um, the final boss? We found that location that um, had the map of Circulus that we'd go back and back and back and mm-hmm. forward and predict stuff. Kendricks would spend a lot of time there as well before going back to Ari, because that was fascinating. It is inaccurate. <laughs> it is inaccurate. Yes, to a point. Like as you go back in time, everything works fine. Yes, it would just be the backing in time stuff that he would be interested in to see what happened to the planet, what changed, all that kind of stuff. Yes, it was made after the initial impact. So going back in time, everything works. From the moment the moon was taken by the undead Mind Flayer, it is no longer accurate because the moon wasn't put back in just the right place. Fair. Oh. Yeah. Um... So what's going to be happening is, like in, a, in about a month's time, um, Sniv is going to announce that the ancestral home of the Stone Tail has been discovered. It's a world that apparently disappeared sometime after Circulus stopped being a thing that anyone knew about. Um, that the Stone Tail used as a base of operations for building angel ships, but no one's heard about it since sometime after the fall of the Cobalt Empire. <laughs> but information about it was in one of the books that Monty found. Oh, okay. And Sniv insists on taking an expedition to see what happened. Ostensibly, the Cobalt settlements there were wiped out or beaten down to the Stone Age by the Elf Armada because that's what they did. But there might still be Cobalts there. There might be, still be old tech there. And it's worth investigating. So who's with me? Sorry, this wrong voice. So who's with me? Anyone? Anyone? Don't don't all answer all at once. <laughs> well, things I need to do oh here, but if the people you do send find and need old tech, I'd love to hear about it. I'll send you a postcard. First, oh, I'll have to invent oh, postcards. Oh, um, well, good luck then. Certainly. <laughs> so yes, yeah, Sniv is leading the expedition. Okay. And it'll mostly be Stone Tail, but not all Stone Tail that go on it, because um, because I didn't get the memo and I didn't make a Stone Tail. <laughs> well, also, if I remember correctly, there will be a Lizard Folk and a Petite Dragonborn going along. They are definitely not <laughs> Stone Tail. Um, <laughs> yeah, a lot of the positions will be based on skills that are able to be provided more than. Um, where are you from? But it is a position. But all the positions are. Well, you have to sign up for it. We're not in. We're not. Re- we're taking volunteers. Let's put it that way. We're not conscripting you. We're taking volunteers and not volunteering people. Exactly. And a significant number of the volunteers happen to be Stone Tail because it's Stone Tail history. Mm. But it's also Cobalt history. So plenty of Cobalts also sign up just because. Well, maybe there might be a few archaeologists. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. One or two. Mm-hmm. We 
and you're gonna that might be some, player characters. You're, you're gonna need some clerics who are not. Oh stone yeah, hills. any long haul trip, you definitely want clerics. <laughs> uh huh. They might not enjoy the journey, but um, it'll be a thing, just because you know. I was gonna say, Dax will attest they will not enjoy this journey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Character uh, yet to be revealed to anyone listening to this is going to find that out pretty quick. I think. Dax, <laughs> hate, <laughs> Dax hated being on that ship. Mm-hmm. He hated it. And there, I am was... going to be playing the Antichroma. Ooh. So rather what than happens chaos... when they get together? Wait, so rather than Sorry. chaos incarnate, <laughs> it's just pure stability and logic? Long oh, cap. Oh, yes. Oh, I'm so excited. Oh, <laughs> long cap. Okay. Long cap is a cobalt. Mm-hmm. Just a long cobalt. I'm so excited. I'm pretty sure you're a lizard folk. This does not stop me from being a cobalt. Okay, okay. Um, I'm gonna need to wrap my head around this. Right! Cobalt is a thing that you choose. I don't remember choosing to be a cobalt. Well, it's also a thing you get hatched as. What if I Would choose to like be a dragon? Then you should talk to the barbarian dojo, I gather. <laughs> <laughs> I love everything about this. <laughs> We're already playing our characters <laughs> for the next one. Wow. Um. Yes, Beth. Long kept now has inspiration. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> um. There will actually be several characters whose names have already been revealed who will be um inconvenienced. At the beginning of campaign four. Also, does this mean that the um, culturally kobold, not quite kobolds, are a circle of tales associated and not being found there? Correct. Excellent. Uh, um, I I want this to be a situation where you're going in blind. Excellent. And you have to learn everything from the beginning. It's it's the anti campaign three. Oh. I. <laughs> I'm stoked. As am I. I I can't even bring in my own cameos from other campaigns because you're going to a different world altogether. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, I I have a few like cameos I want to do for from campaigns that I haven't run, just as like tributes. But there'll be things like I did in season one of the first Circulus campaign where I I referenced them and then immediately killed that character off. Okay, you killed off the entirety of Vox Machina in one fell swoop. Um, that and, well, more than one campaign I did that. Also, I fed Drista Erden to an ancient green dragon. For reasons. Trying to remember. why not? I, I only did that for campaigns that I liked. Drista <laughs> Erden is, he's a dark elf made by Ari Salvatore, wields two scimitars. Ah, okay. Uh, until okay. the Lord of the Rings movies came out um the most common name for a night elf ranger in world of warcraft was some permutation of the word drist okay <laughs> i have heard of that i just didn't place it so all right and they all had cat pets because reasons because guavenar yes Even when i started wow i was a night elf uh, ranger but i was obsessed with final fantasy so i called the character renoa there you go which is fine does anyone else have questions about things that took place? 
questions that you had but couldn't get answers to during the game. I have a question. Um, if we hadn't destroyed that half sphere that kicks off the events for the finale, how do you, how, what would you have done to get us there? Or would the finale have completely changed? That's an excellent That's question. I probably would have question. tried to build that bridge once you decided not to cross the previous one. Um, hmm. I, stoked well, them. I stumped them, guys. I stumped them. <laughs> the only way we could have not destroyed the half sphere is if we ran away from the giant robot, which... Um, Kendrick could something... have saved the half sphere if I had remembered that it was there. That was but possible. I was an idiot and forgot it was there. Because I also, could have just threw a wall of force around it. I put a duplicate half sphere in the middle of a room filled with runes, and Chroma showed up. Fair. There is that. There is yep. that. And then I, I went think... inside the robot. Yeah, which was a great <laughs> idea, true. but also a terrible idea. It was. It was. Yes. Why was there a robot if I was not supposed to go inside it? <laughs> I thought. I mean, that. Go ahead. Got a point. <laughs> I thought that when Zacks threw the hammer of thunderbolts, that's what broke the sphere. Um, yes and no. You broke the robot. The robot fell yeah. to pieces. The that, pieces that landed the on the sphere. Well, I got tired of the robot setting fire to my friends. Something had to be done. And and the thing is, that half sphere and the half sphere that were in the base were the same half sphere. Oh. The dragonborn that were doing the research dismantled parts of the half sphere to see if they could duplicate it. And they couldn't. So all the parts in the new Hasphere you found that were functional were not in the Hasphere in the base and vice versa. <laughs> hmm. Breaking one meant you were breaking the only one. The parts were working whether or not they were connected. Unless you um, smashed them with a giant robot. That, that does tend to break things to a certain degree. And yes, I would have found some other way of letting them root out. It was already on the verge of escaping anyway. Um... I, I just remembered what my original plan was. So the the game with the seven foot tall tabaxi child with ADD <laughs> and their found family of mm. a dwarf dad, a tiefling dad, a gnome aunt, and another gnome aunt, but different, and they have a weird thing growing out of their head that gives them true sight um, for 120 feet. That campaign, everyone had a magical item that was ancient and part of a domain of dread and destroying and i'm using air quotes here when i say destroying it um affected the half sphere and if one more of those had been destroyed that would have also let them root out that became moot once you broke the half sphere already but that was going to be the original aren't, end game aren't those items getting um yes kind of <laughs> Im Just... Im imagine yep. if a certain monk had been tempted to use that iron stone that wanted to be broken. Yeah. He might have become a god. Uh. I would leave that to him. Possibly knowledge. Mm. Based on Cobalt's soul, possibly knowledge. Um, but at the same time, he might have caused the end of the world. Problems there. Problems. Yeah. Let's be honest, if he did become a god, it would have been of knowledge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, can't Let's see that. But then there'd be a portfolio fight. You need, to, you need to remember, Thandra threatened to kill people because he wasn't allowed to read his book. Yes, Thandra, Thandra got this pretty close to killing many people because, because he wasn't allowed to read book. his book. 
There was a red hands yeah. moment. <laughs> he did. Yeah, he did see red for a while there. <clears throat> yeah, Agma would have been like, Thandrin, yo, welcome to the club. Glad to see you ascend. This is fantastic. Oh, I got to show you my library. I got so many first editions. By the way, um, you may have accidentally caused the end of Circulus. So you, you didn't have any attachments here, did you? <laughs> Not really, no, no, no. Okay, okay, because... Um, I like how we're now discussing hypothetical endgames of a different campaign. Yes. yes, exactly. So uh, here's the thing. That hasn't ended yet. Mm. True. Yeah. True. So, so here's oh, no, the thing. Every single Fandrin. one of these characters is going to be dead. And, and you can oh, you can stop me if you know all this already. But um, right. two of my top ten favorite kobolds live on Circulus. Right. And you may have caused the end of Circulus. Right. I see the problem there. Yeah, we need to do something about that. How do you feel about creating an avatar? That could be fun. We just need some earth, fire, air, <laughs> and water, and heart. But everything no, that's Captain Planet. They don't need the heart. <laughs> we talk over I'm, Ellie. I'm, what was that? I'm summoning an eco god here. <laughs> Melora approves. So you went Captain Planet, I was going Avatar. It was no big deal. <laughs> and then the Fire Nation attacks. Sorry. <laughs> no, no, wait, Zeely, this is good. This is good. You're like level 19. We need you. <laughs> this god there is water-based. Can you just evaporate everything, make them steam-based? Then it's science, technology, math, the arts. This is great. This is great. I thought it was science, technology, magic. <laughs> Well, it wasn't, but it is now. And I can't give you multiple inspirations. <laughs> no matter how much Rosalia I Rosalia like a sorcerer to. or Rosalia a wizard? Rosalia is offended that you had to ask this question. I'm, remember, I'm remembering it as sorcerer. Yeah, Rosalia is a sorcerer. Rosalia okay. had like a negative arcan arcana ability. <laughs> hey, Rosalia has a positive arcana. Rosalia has a positive intelligence. Rosalia has never rolled above, like, a seven for an Arcana check. You can remember that Zeely is a sorcerer because of all of the times that Zeely did a quicken spell. Constantly. Oh, yeah. Because I house rule it that I totally allow two fireballs to be cast at the same turn. I only did that once. But it was so glorious when you did. <laughs> <laughs> I, I may have done some stuff when I had a, a Zeely avatar at the TPK party <laughs> later on. Actually, you know what? I should have remembered Zeely. I remember that because uh, <laughs> you knocked out Bryn. Oh, wait, that's I right. I, I used it against Bryn. Yes. And then I've sent Obame against a different party. Yes. I should have remembered that Zeely was a sorcerer because I think I've, I asked this same question while we were doing the actual campaign. And I specifically remember maybe she's born with it, maybe it's arcane scriptures. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot that. I <laughs> Which makes it funny again. My next character is going to be a wizard. Have I played anything except sorcerers and wizards and one artificer? Um, Chroma is the only one who isn't a sorcerer or a wizard, isn't she? Yeah, even Ryan is discount paladin sorcerer fighter. 
Yeah. Fairness, in fairness, I usually jump between monk or cleric. So it's weird I haven't played power. any bards yet. Like I think I've had multiple monks and multiple clerics, but I think I've only had one of maybe other things. Bard is fun. I just realized how many of my NPCs are bards. Bard is I'm, extremely fun. I made a bard and gave you him. <laughs> my yes. first 5e character was a bard. My first was Vex, actually. My first 5e character was Vex. <laughs> Mine would have been Meepo. And, that, and the subclass you made doesn't exist anymore. It doesn't, no. So we had to revamp Vex to work as baseline Beastmaster, which is really not fun. <laughs> there, is, <laughs> there is another. In There's the another. new rulebook, Fisbin's uh, Treasury of Dragons, there is a, hunter's, a ranger subclass. I won't say hunter because, wow, has poisoned my brain. Um, mm. but there's a new ranger subclass where you have a Drake companion and they level up with you. And eventually you get in a high level, you can ride them, and then you get higher level, and you can ride them airborne. Can we use the Beastmaster, our subtype, but it just allows Shepard to level up with Vex? Because <laughs> then Shepard would actually be useful and I wouldn't have to keep him away all the time. Shepard is still useful. Shepard doesn't have plot armor. Shepard has the player would buy airfare to where I live and stab me and set me on fire. If anything happens to Shepard armor. Fair. I mean, I did kill Shepard in a dream once, but it was a dream. Right. I remember that. And it was meant to be a nightmare, which technically, I don't know if I revealed that. Fava gave you that nightmare. Did not know that. Nope. Every, everyone who had that. a scary dream that night had it because Fava used a spell to invade people's dreams. Ooh, did not know that. Uh, yeah. Uh, did I'm not know so that I'm so glad I killed her and set her body on fire. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> And Fava then used that spell again in another campaign to convince a cobalt to um, borrow an angel ship. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I am so glad that Fava has been such a recurring character in all the campaigns. It's a a shame I'm sending her to this new world in Pack Tactics Season 4. No, I'm not. I'm not. Well, the thing is, Vex went out of his way to murder her. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, but now, like, Halia really likes her. And, you know, we're saving the world with her. <laughs> so it's, it's a nice full circle type thing. There is the possibility that after all is said and done, Fava's going to pay Vex a visit. Can we make sure that we RP that? I want to I wanna experience that. Let's end that campaign. And in the wrap-up for that one, we will definitely RP that. Yes. I mean, assuming the world survives. Assuming everyone isn't dead. <laughs> right. Actually, no. The, well, that campaign, that's, that campaign is the easy one because the world isn't going to end no matter what happens. Yes, but everyone in that room could be dead. Well, yes, but that's just one room. The world's a big place. But Zuda's there. Yeah. Zuda's friends don't die. Yeah, that still sounds like a threat. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, also, it is again, Zura is, to, Zura is continuing to give everybody 31 temporary hit points around. <laughs> Honestly, yes, the because best you're channeling a god. Best use of I've been waiting ever. for a long time to punch a god. That was that was honestly one of the most creative <laughs> use of game mechanic I've ever seen. It was <laughs> glorious. And I, I am not in case anyone's wondering, I am not complaining at all that we switched to talking about campaigns 
other than this one. Whoops. This, no, no, this it's is not a complaint. I love this, and I am 100% for talking about all this stuff, because let me reveal secrets, dagnabbit. <laughs> I want to share stuff. I have kept things bottled up for so freaking long. <laughs> like, so okay, the as soon as they the turn right campaign? in this plot, I get to share all this cool stuff. They turn left. I'll so what's the reveal from the first campaign? I won't tell you which reveal this is from the first campaign, but you've met multiple dragons that didn't look like dragons, besides Monty. Hmm. And that bearing is a mind, reveal. Bearing in mind, this is the man that told us dragons don't exist on Circulus, and then three oh, episodes mm-hmm. later we're fighting an ancient green. Yeah, that was before I joined. The <laughs> yeah. Well, yes. Level three. Don't worry, yeah, I'm pretty fact- sure you won't find any dragons in campaign four for pack tactics. That, that statement was not only a lie, it was the opposite of true, and everybody we've met is secretly a dragon. <laughs> Even your own characters. Oh, wow. Polymorph and alter memories. Wow. <laughs> Imagine what Zax could do as a dragon. <laughs> Even Terrifying. Bryn's familiar. Yeah. Hmm? Even Bryn's familiar. <laughs> oh, Tiny dear. <laughs> Those oh. names that Paige carried around. What's those that? Hands that Paige ca- the, the hands that Paige carried around. Each of around, those hands. Secretly each of those a undead dragon. hands was secretly a dragon, yes. Oh, God. Actually, Dracolit. <laughs> Terrifying. Oh, no. Salen, yeah. what did you do? Don't look at me. I'm a Dracolich also. <laughs> I mean, I was a dragon early on, but uh, you did that whole poison thing. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't know if I included that in a recording before. Selin was, in fact, killed by Bryn. Bryn's original backstory was correct. <laughs> Selin's going, been Brent. a lich for as long as I've been playing Selin. He just didn't tell anyone. I mean... Wow. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Bryn has canonically at least guessed. I mean, Necromancer, you're a high enough le- level and you can cast legend lore for crying out loud. I'm sure it's come up at some yeah. point. This is completely this, this is completely not connected to this campaign. Also, I think Bryn guessed before you told me. But I have a question. Wherein has that stopped me tonight? Did, Ta- does, did Talia ever find the two she was looking for? Not yet. Okay. If I can quote Hamilton. Uh, okay. <laughs> I I want that to happen. I would That'll love that fun. to happen. Uh, in my head canon, um, Talia and Gorga have been going on missions together, and a lot of those missions from the organization have been co-sponsored by a certain recently ascended deity who has many irons in the fire. And I'm going to say... Sorry, you go. I was going to say right now, um, depending on how Talia's life continues to go where she is, she might give up the hunt. <laughs> You might not even want to go back to Alexandria. And that moment, the moment where Talia decides, I like it here. I don't need to let my past determine my future. That is, storytelling-wise, the perfect moment for Talia's past to just show up and ruin everything. (laughs) I'm I'm still remembering that moment um, of RP where I can... Like, brother, let take my hand. I'm holding a corpse. I remember that. Well, let's go. 
I remember that. <laughs> that was such a wonderful moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so those brothers are still out there somewhere. I'm looking forward to getting to play a necromancer. For people who are unaware, Talia's target is those two brothers. Manatons, mm-hmm. yes. very short-lived figured, characters. I figured that, but that's because I was around for those characters. So, yeah. Yep. Goliaths are not very common on Circulus. They are incredibly rare. The only canonical Goliaths besides those brothers that have been seen on Circulus are a group that Eric created when he gave the backstory for Plantain, the land of a million stereotypes. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yep. And one imported Goliath who was uh, promoted to the 20 because... They figured they could bully him around, even Which though he I was think we actually ended up, I think we actually ended up bullying him. You may or may not have decided to turn him into a fence post. Yeah, I remember that. We Is bullied that, right? that Goliath a lot. I thought we sent him to... Faerun. Yeah. Yes, to keep him safe. See, we suggested yes, turning we... him to stone and putting him in her bag of holding. We did bully him initially when we got there to get information, and then we realized he was a little pathetic. So we were. So we you were smacked him in the head so hard he went through the floor. Oops. That's <laughs> oh what I gosh. mean by fence post. <laughs> oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mostly, I was a little out of it, and mostly what I remember was there was a pause in which Zele suggested. Casting flesh to stone and sticking him in her bag of holding, and someone went, "Where did that come from?" <laughs> well, nowadays, when Chroma suggests that we know where it came from, it came from yes, mom. Came from mom. Yes. yes. Yeah. It, it, it's no, you don't just put anything you want to protect in a bag of holding. <laughs> yes, you put some things you want to protect in a bag of holding. That's fine. Not everything, and not. Anyone. Never anyone. <laughs> we know where Zeely gets it. Am I the only one that's impressed that we haven't yet got to a point where we're just like, screw it, abandoned planet? Uh... You say that every other session. What are you talking about? <laughs> oh, you never actually did it, though. Yeah, we've never actually no, done never it. never actually did it. Yeah. Like, no. I've suggested it, but we've never actually, it's never gone You keep getting bad. voted down. I do. Like, one of these days, it's just going to be a case of, yes, yeah, great, let's just do it. And I, the DM, will have to figure out what to do then. Yeah, yeah. I've got half a dozen ideas for, for places you can go. It's fine. It's totally fine. It definitely won't be the I just realized next campaign, I am playing a character who might actually concur with that in the right duress. Oh, interesting. And annoyingly, I'm playing a character that would not suggest that. Damn. Oh no! <laughs> That's oh, all right. Longcap will suggest it for you. Okay, Everything is reversed. Okay. Everyone's swapping roles. It's Freaky oh. Friday. Yeah. Next campaign, we're going to be shipwrecked. We won't have that as a choice. Mm-hmm. Oh, that attitude. <laughs> and and the reason you're taking an extra large angel ship is because when, not if, because Chris is in this campaign. Mm. Hello. When. The decision is made that someone wants to play a different character. I can simply say okay. that someone else survived. Okay. <laughs> Rude but fair. Yes. With the proper application of magical ability, Abandoned Planet is almost always a possibility. 
No, for the like level one. Socks would appreciate you. It will take you. a while. Socks would appreciate you. <laughs> I did not say it would not take a while. Socks, who tried to end a campaign with a self-sacrifice. Yeah. Yeah, it was very out of character. It, it was a culmination of things. It was. It was. It was. It, it was, was. It was a character-building moment for Socks. It, it was. I may have teared up a little bit when Socks and Monty both decided to run together. That was and a then, big moment. And then Monty won. And I remember at the time, Gox, who is the brother of Socks, knew exactly what he was doing. Knew why Socks made that choice. Sure, his family was safe. Yeah. Hey, what's what? What's one thief for you guys? Uh, that was his thought process. Aww. <laughs> I kind of remember. Maybe we talked about that before, but yeah. And at the time, Socks and Monty were in very similar headspaces. Monty was hearing all this talk of Bahamut and redemption for the Kobolds and moving away from Tiamat. And Monty remembered all of the horrible things that he had, he personally had done and couldn't think of any way that Bahamut would ever want him. Also, Aww. Red Dragon. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Yeah, um, well, Bahamut is the god of all good dragons. True. That's what Gox would say. Not necessarily just all metallic. Monty didn't think he was good. He still struggles with the concept. To be quite honest, neither did Socks. Yeah, I told I you, same headspace. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. Socks yeah. didn't see himself as a good person. Socks just saw himself as he's there helping you guys be the good people. Monty heard his daughter give a rousing speech about how she was going to end him. Granted, at the time, she didn't know he was the Mountain Corps. But still. <laughs> And also was kind of trying to... If she was sort of wondering, but also kind of was expecting a sudden inevitable betrayal. I'm just glad that line was used. <laughs> 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 that, that was the last thing Monty wanted to do. Monty risked a lot of things to keep Zeely alive and was honestly... Scared might be the wrong word. No, it's the right word. When he tried to give Zeely some of his power to keep Zeely alive and Zeely decided, no, I'm not taking it. Which it turns out, according to Fistbang's Treasury of Dragons, available now on D&D Beyond, not a sponsor, mm. but D&D Beyond, email me, hi, um, is perfectly in character for Bahamut to do. Self-sacrifice for family? Yes. <laughs> you can get rewarded for that. <laughs> yes. Also, um, spoiler for anyone who didn't know, Fizban is Bahamut. Oh, did yeah. not know. It's not, it's not that much of a spoiler because it's from the Dragonlance novels, which have been out longer than several of the people in this conversation have been alive, I think. Yeah, but I haven't read um, them, so. <laughs> yes. He was yeah. one of the companions of the Lance. Um, but it oh, turns Dad out he... was talking about that a while ago. Yeah, but... And uh, the devs are not trying to hide it at all that he's actually Bahamut. And the book doesn't hide it at all either. Um, cool. But he's this doddering old gnomish wizard character in the book. And he is freaking adorable. <laughs> cool. And also very much Bahamut. So <laughs> my headcanon of Bahamut has to kind of revise a little bit <laughs> from how I was playing Bahamut. And, and Beth is saying in chat, he has a fireball and Raceland dies for cover. Yes, as Raceland should. I don't care how powerful Raceland is. They were in a cage. And then it's like, oh, wait, I have a spell. And then Raceland is going, 
that's fireball crap because her cage is small. It is not fireball. There is no safe place. And that is the bit I, bit I remember from the books, which I read a few decades I, I have read, I think, in my life, one novel of the Dragonlance series, and it was actually a collection of short stories that took place all over the timeline. Hmm. So I know of many characters. Don't ask me what they do, but I know of them. Let me try to wrangle Longkep down to level one. <laughs> oh. I haven't leveled down a character before. Slightly shorter Kep. I have no idea if I managed to wrangle Sori correctly. I hope the GM will check. And we might actually want to have a conversation because the new rulebook also has a variety of subtypes for Dragonborn. Since we're cannot, we have your character being a Dragonborn that's just short. Well, petite. I believe the word you use is small. <laughs> she is her her growth is perhaps magically stunted. This is perfectly fun sized. But apparently there's rules like you can, um, there's ways where when you invoke your dragon breath, rather than breathing fire, you could just make yourself be immune to fire-based attacks for a minute. Oh no, we need to go get that thing that's in the lava. Give me a second. But no more than 60 of them. (laughs) (laughs) I happen to have this wand of fireballs with 10 charges. Okay. Yep, sounds about right. <laughs> I'm just going to wait into combat. <laughs> One Mississippi, two Mississippi. Oh, no. <laughs> Meanwhile, pew, pew, pew with the fireballs, right? <laughs> yeah, just cast them at your feet. You're fine. <laughs> <laughs> this is all stuff you can do in the new thing. Um, oh, so you know how familiars are supposed to be tiny celestials, fae, or fiends. Are you asking for an exception, or have you thought of something brilliant, or both? I am asking if tiny undead is acceptable. That's a good question. Um, Lizard skeleton. Oh. Okay, you may say, oh, yes. Yes, I have have to allow it. I have to allow it. And, And anytime it gets destroyed, instead of resummoning it, you put the bones back together. Oh, yes. You spend an hour with with a little bottle of glue and and a magnifying glass on like those little alligator claws that alligator grips that are on hands and move around. Hmm. I forgot. It is meditative. Oh, my. (laughs) (laughs) This is going to be an interesting campaign coming up. This is. We, we just watch Long Kep slowly painting the arcane runes on with the same care that a Warhammer ca- uh, player decorates their figurines. <laughs> I am here for this content. <laughs> it's going to be good. I still haven't figured out a voice for my new character. I'll probably yeah. figure it out when we start. And, and I don't possible. think... Sorry. I don't think I'm getting mine quite right, but... It's fine. I am of trying it where I can to tell be is long cap, you know? very calm and considered. Sounds like you got it. I have determined, I haven't worked out all the details. It'll be worked out before our first session, which will be, it's going to be in late November, which is totally dating this recording right now, um, because that's after first quarter ends. 
at my school and my workload's going to get a bit easier for me to manage at that point. Uh, um, okay. But I've already worked out who your main quest giver for early game will likely be. And the more details I create for this quest giver, the more I love them as a character. Oh, cool. Which oh, of course excellent. Means, which of course means that you're going to go right past them and ignore them completely. Oh. And instead <laughs> latch on to some random four-year-old in a city that I only half thought of a name of in three seconds. <laughs> I'll then, of course, make them be the big bad. For reasons. It's going to be an interesting campaign. <laughs> They've all been interesting. I'm glad you think so. Mm-hmm. I like to think so, but I'm stuck in my own head for so long. Mm. Eventually the characters get out. This world will also have a Kevin. Oh, good. Good. Excellent. Every world has a Kevin. Every world that has is a canon. Kevin. I like a that. few of them have dead Kevins. Or undead ones. They're I like think we ran Kennedys into a couple of those. Dead Kevins. You have run into a few dead Kevins and mm-hmm. a few undead Kevins. Yes. Not in this campaign. No. Others. This campaign just ran into a live Kevin or two. The Kevins seem like something to admire. <laughs> Though they seem extremely distractible. I don't know if you'll actually run into the Kevin on this other world. Hmm, interesting. They're going to be... They might be very boring. I might not introduce you to them. Hmm. But canonically, every world has a Kevin, so this world will have a Kevin. Right. The uh, character I created for the next campaign is, like, overly optimistic about things. And um, pairing that with Longcap, who's very tranquil, (laughs) is going to be interesting. (laughs) You know? So you're Kirk... And long kept as Spock. Who's Bones? Sorry, obviously. No, that is the small lizard. Indeed. <laughs> oh, yes, that's <laughs> perfect. <laughs> Took me a minute. Technically, I'm familiar, everyone, not the technically, everyone else has bones inside them, but I do not believe they would appreciate it if I took them out. <laughs> Please do not take bones out of people. I will have to put them back, Longcap. I believe Krama might be down for removing some of their bones. I mean, didn't Krama remove their own lungs? Uh-huh. True. <laughs> yes, with like a pill, though. I swallowed a magic item that replaced my lungs with magic lungs, and now I'm vacuum rated. <laughs> Are you sure you don't want to go on this trip with us? All right, but... Would you want to leave all of the other random collected artificers and technicians in charge well, of my life? Oh, going. Bye. <laughs> Sniv understands the wisdom of Chroma. <laughs> mm, yes. I'm not sure that's a good thing, considering that the wisdom of Chroma is eight. Theo, <laughs> well. you already have inspiration. I can't give you any more. Besides, it's the end of the campaign. You have no way to spend it. <laughs> Unless I make you roll randomly on things, which I probably could do. I haven't been making anyone roll for insight to reveal spoilers. That would have been a neat thing to do. Yeah, well, too late now. Unless I started so do, do we have two clerics for the next campaign? Is Sori a cleric? I think we do. And really, a necromancer is a yeah. cleric who didn't give up. Indeed. So Sori is a necromancer? No, no, not okay. Longcap is a necromancer. Okay. Give Sori some time. You never know. You never know. Yeah. 
and I, they I, are very different disciplines, except under such circumstances as when the cleric is granted necromantic spells by their god. Not that we know of any clerics who got that. Longcap has not seen it happen yet. Yet. I am thinking of a certain yet. elf cleric. Oh, oh yeah, dear. I know who you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Don't worry. <laughs> I, um, I I just love making comments where where Chris really comes in and goes hello. To, I was just trying to hold a straight face. <laughs> That's going to be so difficult. I'm going to be playing someone who is trying very hard to be the rational, sensible, calm one in the party. Just think about what Chroma would do and do, and do the, the opposite. opposite. <laughs> you remember who I'm playing, right? Chaos Incarnate. I'm excited to be the Chroma of the group. You are the Cobalt equivalent of River Song. Oh, yes. It is all right. I have expanded my idea of the mission to keeping all of these people alive also. Or is this alive as possible? Should this fail, undead is an acceptable substitute. <laughs> that would I, make an interesting storyline, though, wouldn't it? Yeah. But I, I cannot I do that yet, so please refrain from dying until that point. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm going to have to do what is apparently a tradition now, because I've done it for each group of kobolds before, and have you encounter a three-headed mechanical dragon, and then... Oh. The three-headed mechanical dragon won't be like, you are kobold, you will show mercy, records show you will show mercy. And then Chris's character just be like, look me up. Mercy! <laughs> I'm looking forward to that. I'm real Mercy sometimes leads to acquisition of allies. Not always. It is something to be circumstantially evaluated. Oh, I'm really going to like having long cap in this game. <laughs> yeah, that's going to be so cool. <laughs> so, so we're going to have... Long cap is kind of accidentally sinister all the time. <laughs> that's the best kind of sinister. It's like when yeah. Ellie says, my friends don't die. Yeah. Their listed alignment is lawful neutral. <laughs> It's fair. I, I, mean, I don't care much about alignment, to be I know. honest. But I, yeah. I, I just think it's fun. Definitely. Well, it gives a hint to others looking at the character as to how the player intends to play them. Or it gives the DM hints as to how mm -hmm. the that particular species or character would usually act. But it's like the pirate code. It's a suggestion. <laughs> yeah. So it looks like we are going to have... A kobold sorcerer from the Icefang clan, a kobold warlock from the Stonetail clan, a kobold rogue from the Stonetail clan, which is oh, that, that's gonna that's gonna be fun. A kobold <laughs> life domain cleric from the Chipped Claw clan, and I don't see Sori in the Pack Tactics group. So I haven't figured out how to get Longcap out of Hit and Abyss. Um. I can kick you out. That sounds horrible. <laughs> well, it would functionally work. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We've campaigned. You'll probably yeah. have to move story oh, okay. to. Um, where's the pack tactics link? One second. I can copy paste that. And talking about copy pasting makes for great radio. 
Yep. There we go. So that's the <laughs> that's new campaign. That's the one. Mm-hmm. Which is the old campaign. The new campaign, which is the old campaign. Yes. Right. Well, it's, it's Pack Tactics has always been Pack Tactics and will always right. be Pack Tactics. Right. Mm-hmm. It's just that the season is changing. Mm-hmm. Um, before it was fall, now it's going to be winter. There will be discontent. <laughs> <laughs> I am very discontented with winter. Oh, wait, I am cold-blooded. I, I misspoke. There, there's a discount tent. There's a sale going on. Oh. Well, <laughs> that will be useful if it is winter. It's mostly looted archaeological artifacts. Hmm. They belong in museums. Whose? Anyone have a museum? Marwise, do you have a museum? <laughs> I'm pretty sure half of Marwise's libraries, if not all of them, have a museum section. I could see that. There are so many kobolds in Pack Tactics now. Yeah, I was looking at that. There are so many kobolds in this it's, list. It's a... No one should live here. <laughs> <laughs> Two of them are arguing over how to sort moss right now. Oh, no. They're having the moss argument again. <laughs> no, no. Clearly, you should sort moss alphabetically. Why are there three kobolds arguing about how to sort moss now? Before, there was just two. <laughs> are you sure that's a kobold? They're very tall. I thought it was two kobolds in a trench coat. Oh, no. <laughs> They're not wearing a trench coat. Oh. Two kobolds in a robe? I don't think that's how it works. That's not the joke. <laughs> that's oddly meta. No, I'm not even on Facebook. Oh. <laughs> Really? But you're right here. What the? You closed the book of my face! Exactly! Stop talking! <laughs> I could RP two kobolds arguing with each other for hours. Mm-hmm. We know you've done it. <laughs> it's called Pack Tactics Seasons 1, 2, and 3. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. We, 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 have, we haven't just seen you do it. We've lived it. <laughs> yes, mm-hmm. and, and you spent... Like, half the challenges I gave you were trying to manage kobolds. And you did it all armingly well. It was great. Kendrick's response to it was just force wall, put them away. Yes. <laughs> and you had a barbarian to assist, which was great. Yes. Pulling um, the door closed with their foot. <laughs> or their foot. Zax's pronouns changed throughout the season, and that's fine. I think Zax literally had every pronoun. Every pronoun, yeah. Well, I was thinking, okay, like... Okay, I have okay. too many spells in my spell book. Uh, how that do is I never get all a problem, spells? I'm sure. Um, so when I well, made... Leveled down from three to one. I mean, oh. yeah, there is that. There is that. But when I, when I made Zax originally, I was thinking um, I wanted to play a barbarian again. And I had a barbarian, Gox, who was male. So I thought oh, I'll make a, a female one. And then there's this saying that there's always someone in your D&D group that's trying to figure out their gender. Well, that was me. And so we switched Zax to they, them when I figured out I was non-binary. And since then, every character in the game has picked a pronoun for Zax. And they've been different ones throughout. And I kind of thought about this from like a character perspective. Like, would Zax care what pronoun someone calls them? Probably not. You know? So I just Zax was he, she, and they. Yes. At different times. So, I mean, it just... All of them. And, uh, yeah, I can't imagine that, you know, someone is like barbarian focused and all of that and angry as Zax would care about something like that. Someone who just likes to break faces. Yes! (laughs) You know? (laughs) Monty 
As a red dragon approves of Zach's hoarding pronouns. <laughs> One, two, three, four, five. I think six, I like that. That is amazing. Whatever's in your hoard should be important to you. Should be something that you care about. If you care about pronouns, <laughs> hoard them away. Fisben has a, a hoard of pie plates somewhere. Oh, wow. It's canon. <laughs> Here's the photo for that. Look at that. That's not going to help with the audio <laughs> thing. But yeah. Why can't I hold all these pronouns? Uh-huh. In regards to pronouns, I have actually made two uh, the them backups. Oh, neat. Right, there you go. give, give that a so try. Every uh, gift, that give, hmm? so every gift, so every gift giving holiday, yeah, you should send the temples of Bahamut pie plates. <laughs> <laughs> well, that could be canon. <laughs> There should be a good story to go with them, is yes. the thing. So don't just send the pie plates. Send the <laughs> pie plates with stories about how the pies were made and how they were important in your particular celebration. Oh, I like that. I don't know how much of that is canon canon, but it's my canon. Dagnabbit. Yeah, we could make this happen, you know? Yes. Cox will and, send and, one of bacon, and, you know. And Monty yeah. decided to hoard cobalts. Yeah. <laughs> Just so long as he doesn't have right. to leave them. <laughs> I mean, technically, Zax isn't a dragon, so I don't know about hoarding things, but I like the concept. <laughs> you know? You're a kobold. You're practically kind a baby of a dragon. dragon. Yeah. Kind of, sort of. Kind of, sort of. You're, you're dragon adjacent. Kobold barbarians are baby dragons. This is noun. <laughs> could be. <laughs> I could see that. Until they become a dragon, which is what Cox did. <laughs> That's that's what I was. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the logo on the pie plate that's sent to Bahamut is a bumblebee with its with hair that's all mussed up. It's a frisbee. Oh, thank you, Ellie. <laughs> I can always good. count on Ellie for the most glorious, delightful, highest point of comedy puns. Mm-hmm. Anyone who disagrees is wrong. <laughs> they are all glorious. All right. Well, it sounds like we are tapering out of energy. We've got yes. probably a, a, at least a good 45 minutes of content in here, if not more, from the conversations mm-hmm. after you cut out the parts where we're all thinking about, well, what do we want to say now? Yep. Not that anyone's <laughs> ever done that in the middle of a campaign. Um, not that I've ever done that when I found out my strategy for a character I was playing wasn't working. Mm. Oh, the, the thing I was going to do just got totally ruined because the paladin engaged the target. <laughs> well um well i was gonna heal you but you're in the big bad aoe now and i have two hp so um yeah good luck with that aura thing uh so with that said thank you everyone for uh playing the campaign thank you everyone for listening stay tuned for pack tactics season three starting soon ish will be a delay for us possibly not for the listeners and until next time this is Crash. Oh, wait. Plugs. Is there anything? I don't know if anyone has anything they want to plug. Uh, yes, Mom uh, writes books. Elizabeth-McCoy.com. Yeah. And speaking of books. <laughs> That's probably talking about my website, Book of Jen, which is getting a lot of podcast episodes this month in November as part of Napod Pomo, where you post a podcast every day. And I've decided to do essentially a season where I'm reading from a journal that I wrote as part of student teaching. So that's that's that one. And I'm also the host of the Shattered Soulstone podcast, which is about Diablo games and the community around them at ShatteredSoulstone.com. 
the the names in the journal have been changed to protect yes. the guilty. No one, no, no, this is not that. There is something I wrote that would, I'd have to change the guilty, but this is not it. So, yeah. yeah it, 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 it's just funny get, to say the guilty instead of the innocent. Yeah. yeah. I, I am only slightly disappointed that, uh, because we were talking about this before the recording, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, I'm only slightly disappointed that you did not change the names to all cobalt names. I know. I, I think that would have been really confusing, though. You know? Yes, but that makes it better. Yeah. I just made it a letter. This is a letter. This person is this letter. And this school is that letter. And, you know, anyway. Yeah, but there needed to be a chroma. <laughs> Definitely a science teacher. <laughs> See, the thing is, though, I was teaching art. I don't think I ran into any science teachers the whole time. <laughs> you know? Anyway, moving Which on. Which cobalt would be the art teacher in any of our campaigns? Hmm. Kevin. Meepo. <laughs> Did you say Kevin? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> we no, know Kevin. it's Kevin. Because Kevin Kevin has your self-insert. Oh, that's a good point. You're that's right. Kevin is me without Kevin. a filter. That's the reason I said Kevin. That, that's why everyone hates Kevin. <laughs> hey, I like I like I Kevin. Kevin. I've never seen characters lot. happier than when they got to kill three undead Kevins. I love Ke- I love Kevin. There's just days where Kevin's a lot. <laughs> Me without a filter. Oh, there we go. Um, anyone else plugging something? Like anyone have a podcast that, that hasn't been mentioned yet? I have a podcast. <clears throat> um, I have a pod- I am a co-host of a podcast called the Coast to Coast Expanded Universe. Still getting used to the new name. Um, we talk about all things nerd culture, from video games to Dungeons and Dragons to comics, movies. All the things. Um, you new episode actually went live, I think, a couple days ago. Uh, you can find that at tctceu.com. And sometimes you get to hear someone, sometimes, every time you get to hear someone get really angry about content that you cannot access in Destiny. Or, as it was this week, you can hear the same person and the rest of us get real angry about games being exclusive to certain platforms and why that oh, is a stupid thing. Yeah. You know, it just occurred to me, and this is my head canon now, that you named it that when you did the rename, TCTCEU, mm-hmm. so you could stay in the EU. I didn't actually suggest that one. Oh. Um, but Kevin, once he uh, realized uh, what that it was the TCTCEU and we had already changed everything, he was like, oh, well, I guess we're European now. I can neither confirm nor deny that this other Kevin is canonically a Kevin. <laughs> I can't confirm that he is a Kevin. Uh, <laughs> is that sometimes he's a bit much? So yes, but I love him. He is wonderful and he is great, and he knows that, that he knows that he can be a bit much. But he loves. He is a lovely individual human being, and I love him. <clears throat> also, I want to know who went in the Discord with Admin Rights and added um, some animations. Oh. It's, it's a crab. That's interesting. Oh, that's a cute one, the cat there. Uh, I'm guessing it was Ellie. This one's from my Discord. That's a nice one. This is great radio. (laughs) Oh, exactly. Yes. We should probably stop doing that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's the end. We've we've done our plagues. Thank you, Evan, for listening. Um, Until next time, this is Crash saying, So, um, do you think any of them actually caught on? I'm pretty sure none of them did. Right. So, um, same time next week? Sure, no problem. <laughs>